straight out of Austin, Texas. It's On Second Thought, powered by Hook'em.com, with your hosts, Statesman Sports Columnists, Cedric Golden and Kirk Bowles. Often imitated, never duplicated. Hear it here first, On Second Thought. On Second Thought, episode 288 brought to you by Hook'em.com. Our good friends at Bud Light, Cedric Golden here with Taylor's favorite duck. Perk Bowles and Duck, our long national nightmare has begun. Football season is over. Hey, it ain't so. Yeah, it is so, my brother. We'll hit on that Super Bowl later. We'll put a bow on that. But let's start with UT basketball. One of those rare nights, maybe the, is it the first or second time all season where the men and women lost on the same night? That just hasn't happened much since they're both leading the conference. Both leading the conference, both have 20 win seasons already. Big time. Know. Great years. Texas, great years. Texas top 10. Uh, the women, yeah, in and out of the top 25. I guess they're 17th now, but uh, in the net rankings where they had the NCAA tournament reveal of the top 16, Texas was 12th. So the committee obviously thinks uh, a little bit higher of Vic Schaefer's women than uh, the pollsters do. Absolutely. So uh, maybe the pollsters will get the message, you know, and, and, and move them up a little bit higher. Um, As far as the men are concerned, raucous, raucous atmosphere in Lubbock, uh, 74-67 loss. Davion Harmon went off for 21 first-half points. And one of my students at UT told me that that's Rory Harmon's cousin. I didn't know that, Duck. I didn't know that either. Really? Rory Harmon's cousin. Huh? He went off, and and uh, Texas just never seemed to find its footing. I'm going to tell you, man, there's something about that home court advantage. They were throwing, they were throwing up some BS that was mm-hmm. going in, Duck, a lot. Four bank shots that were not meant to be bank shots found the bottom of the net. And sometimes that can happen. Yeah, it can. And, you know, now Texas men have lost three out of four road games. But like I said, besides the Tech game, the other two were Tennessee and at Kansas, Allen Fieldhouse. So so no shame in that. But, and, and all these games are close. Now, Tennessee kind of led that wire to wire. They kind of had that all the way in Texas scratch back to make it respectable but you know they don't get blown out but no. what's up with these first halves they've had they've had so many bad first halves what do you make of that Sid? It's who they are I don't know man they come out sleepy especially on the road they come out sleepy eyed and they and do. throw the ball away and um and but they have in Austin too remember the TCU oh, yeah. game oh, yeah. they were down with 18 or yeah Marcus Carr came out lethargic uh, in that last home game I was at and so yeah that's a recipe for disaster come tournament time where everybody is good. And so they're going to have, they're going to have to clamp down on yeah. some of that stuff. And uh, to that end, um, uh, we we need to welcome our, our new men's basketball beat writer, Thomas Jones, a 20 plus year veteran of, of the Statesman and, and the Westlake Picune. He is taking over that men's beat. And he asked Rod, uh, Rodney Terry just that out in Lubbock. Coach, after the trip to Kansas, you talked about turnovers and the team needed to work on that. What are you going to take out of this one and talk to the team about the rest of the week? We did a great job taking care of the ball tonight. It wasn't so much turning the ball over tonight. We did a great job taking care of the basketball. I think it, tonight, we just, you know, the first half, 
I thought we just didn't really have, have great one-on-one defense. Our pick-and-roll defense wasn't where it needed to be in the first half. I thought in the second half we made a, uh, a uh, couple adjustments there in the second half. I thought that really helped us and really turned the game, especially the latter part of the, the second half, and put ourselves in, in position to, uh, to have a chance to win this game. So Rodney wasn't that, wasn't that um, worried about the turnovers, but he, but he was definitely uh, not, not feeling – uh, how they responded to the pressure, but um, um, he's not a panicker as a as a head coach. And uh, why would you? Because you have a veteran team uh, that that gets behind but finds a way back. They still had a chance in that game, but it was it was it was all about Texas Tech. And one other thing, Duck, he kind of shows you how good the Big Twelve is when the last place team can really take it to the first te- place team in emphatic fashion. That was no fluke. Tech won that game. And but Texas could have pulled it out. Brock Cunningham missed that bunny Woo! on the inbound pass. You'll have nightmares about that forever. So, but I was looking at, at you know the bracketology at ESPN. They change it twice a week now. That's and good. Right, right now they got Kansas as a one seed, uh, Baylor and Texas two seeds. Baylor's coming on. There's that three way stalemate at the top with nine and four records. They got four losses already, and so. You know, the winner is going to lose maybe five, maybe six. Who knows? But K-State's a third seed. Iowa State a four. TCU a six. Oklahoma State, another hot team, is an eight seed now. So, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there's no gimmies. I mean, Texas Tech has now won three straight home games against top 15 of the nation opponents so you know they're getting it done too nobody they're gonna be they're gonna be hosting an nit game yeah they're probably gonna be the best team that don't make the tournament can't see him winning the the big 12 tournament but who knows in this wacky conference but you know they had seven threes at first half and i don't know it's uh but like i said texas doesn't get blown out they gotta get rid of these slow starts and with an older mature team I don't really understand why they're well, they're so they they don't panic they stay calm but jeepers you gotta you gotta correct that uh, also you know Texas record I think is ten and five against quad one teams and uh, that is quality yeah and now they got two big home games Oklahoma you'll be on covering Saturday. that on Saturday and then Iowa State next week got to win these two home games and Texas is fourteen and one at home but. They better get it done because after that, go to Baylor, go to TCU, Kansas at home. That's murderer's row. It's hot. That's hot. And um, I was looking at the numbers, Duck. And Marcus Carr is the bell cow on this team. Oh, yeah. No sure. question. It's Marcus Carr's team. He, right. he, is, he is one of the most improved players in the country. A good player last year, a great player this year. Lost 20 pounds. That's yeah. a lot for someone who wasn't fat to begin no. with. So, but he moved uh, so much better. He moved yeah, he's so much more better. fluid. But you look yeah. at the others. Timmy Allen, 0 for 4 with two points. Christian Bishop, one field goal attempt, three points. You got to get more out of those guys. And, and Timmy Allen was missing Timmy Allen-type shots. I don't know. Right on that elbow where he likes it. He yeah. wasn't knocking those shots down. And they're going to need him. He cannot be a blender. If he blends, because you can't de- – uh, Jabari Rice finally had a bad game. I mean, he 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 couldn't make right. shots. He was right. out of nine. Um, you're going to need those old heads. You're going to need at least one, mostly two, to step up 
in tournament time. You can't just be dependent on Marcus Carr to carry the water. You're going to be home early. And I think this is a Final Four type team. But when mm-hmm. they play like this, it, it lets you know another one. Best team in the best free show, throw shooting team in the Big 12. 10 out of 17 from the line. Yeah, it's unacceptable. Especially on the road. That's not going to cut it. Well, I think uh, against the West Virginia, they, they, they missed one free throw. They were, they hit, I think they hit their first 24, and then Dylan DeSue missed a free throw. So they, I think it may have been 24 25 or 25 26. So when you leave seven points at the charity stripe on the road, that's a recipe for disaster. I like Dylan DeSue, how he's brought it. He's become a lot more physical. Uh, Dylan Mitchell, I'm waiting for Dylan to kind of show up more. This is a guy that was considered a lottery pick. You know, he's a freshman. and Not anymore. He's falling out. He's in late second round now. So, you know, so. They thought he was going to be their Jackson Hayes. I know. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe now Dylan comes back and he's got a lot of game he's got to work on. So you don't want to, you don't want to leave early and and, no. and and flame out. You know, Greg Brown just got released by the Portland Trailblazers. And yeah, all that. Yeah, and a terrific athletic talent, terrific young man, but he's he's looking for work now. And no. you don't you don't want to leave too early. You want to you want to be able to to walk out of off a of college campus knowing you're ready for that next challenge. There are a lot of guys in the in the G League that are never going to sniff the NBA. Right. You don't want to get thrown into that mix. And I don't know what's the G League. What is it? Maybe a hundred grand, the most you can make, and Not you much. know, and probably a lot less than that if you if you go overseas. But you know, you stay in college, work toward that degree, and you got nil money. You know, we don't hear as much about the basketball players as we did Bijan and Quinn and the football guys. But uh, nil gives them some incentive to stick around as well. So uh, it's going to be interesting this year. You know, Marcus Carr and Timmy will be gone. Uh, Tyrese Hunter, who knows? We expected more out of him, you know. Uh, freshman of the year at Iowa State, you know, somebody that Kansas wanted too. And we thought he'd be a lot better. He's kind of – he kind of comes and goes. He, he's a very good on-the-ball defensive player. But I thought his offense would be so much better, didn't you? I did. And he had a three in Lubbock. But it's it's fleeting. It's fleeting. Yeah. And – yeah. Uh, I thought he'd get more consistency and the fact that he's able to allow Marcus to move over. You know, Marcus, Marcus is scoring from the point and from the wing. He he is he is the if if, if it's if there's not a Jalen Wilson, then it's Marcus Carr, Big Twelve Player of the Year. Question. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the first yeah. teamer. And but I I, I just um, I need I need that supporting cast to bring more to the table than they did. Uh, this is not a time for them to go into a doldrums because that you can find yourself, you can find yourself home after yeah. round. And uh, I I see bigger things for this team. They're tough minded bunch. They're physical. Mm-hmm. They're old. That's a good thing in college. Uh, they're old and and they have playmakers. But playmakers have to make plays when it matters most, not not when it's a blowout. Amen. Anything less than second weekend would just be a colossal disappointment. I think so. I think when you, so. When you, you've been top 10, you know, all year and just flirting with that top four. And, and you know, I said it last week in our podcast, and I still the, the first place team who wins the Big 12 needs to be a one seed. When you have a conference as good as this one, uh, it needs to be on that top line. And Kansas is there for now. And 
they're tied with Texas and Baylor, but they had the tiebreaker, you know, over Texas. So, you know, Texas plays them again to finish the year. So the other thing I was watching, looking at the bracket said, uh, a second round game, Texas two seed opens with UNC Asheville in Denver. And it's possible they could play the Aggies a 10th seed in the second game. Ooh. Aggies supposed to play San Diego State a seven and Aggies are a ten. So that'd be delicious. I like the I like I like the way that was that was that ESPN bracketology uh-huh. there? Yeah, I yeah. Like I like brackets on that. And they've had them in Denver pretty much all year long. So I guess that's I think that's probably the closest they could probably get, you know. But uh yeah, they'd take that as long as they had a one or two seed. What about the women? Did you watch Iowa State? They just they didn't have their best game. I did. I did. Oh. I watched it. And um uh one thing that coming out of that, we 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 know that Ashley Jones is box office. I mean, she she's the second best player in that state to kill Clark and and she's probably um gonna be a, a first or second team all American again. Right. Uh Roy Harmon's often overlooked in these all American discussions and Vic, Vic Schaefer has not made it a secret that he doesn't like the overlooking of Rory Harmon, uh, Rory, Rory and Deanna Gaston was, were carrying all the weight, but they just never felt like they were going to make a real run at Iowa state until like the last three minutes, they hit a couple of threes and, uh, Shea mm-hmm. Holly hit a three. And I think, uh, Shaylee Gonzalez hit a three and you look up right. and they're really down by four points with a right. chance steal it um and it would have been a theft Doug because had they won it would have been it would have been grand theft hoops because they did not look like a team that was that was going to win that game and notably Vic Schaefer called out his team for a lack of toughness he he said it's, it falls on him as the head coach but he didn't like the the lack of toughness they showed uh, when Iowa State got after them early I think the toughness is fine. They're still forcing a ton of turnovers, but they're shooting. Their perimeter shooting. Yeah, I wrote about this week in three points uh, per game. They ranked 309th out of 350. They averaged just over four threes a game. And and I was looking at the top eight teams, and uh, some of them were like, let me let me look for it. Like Utah, almost nine a game. Iowa, eight and a half. You mentioned Caitlin Clark. Uh, Stanford 7.4, Indiana 7, uh, LSU 5.3. I mean, they don't hit threes. They started off 0-11 from deep against Iowa State, and you got to hit some of those on the road. And like you said, Shaylee and Shea Holly each had one late. But when you go 0-11 and the differential – Iowa State had eight, and Texas, you know, just had the two. So that's a 24-6 to Differential. So, and Rory, bless her heart, playing forty minutes. You know, when she always goes. You worry. You worry about her breaking down. She has added a little bit of bulk to that little frame. Uh, She's she's thicker this year. Built for the long haul, but she's not very. But she's still that. She's one person, and she's playing forty minutes a game, and and she gets in foul trouble. Duck. They can be had. They don't have a backup. Point no, with skin in the game. I know they they believe Shaylee Gonzalez can run that point, but can she run that point if Rory Harmon picks up two quick fouls early in a tournament game? And you're looking you're looking at a a a, a more deliberate, slower footed Shaylee Gonzalez, mm-hmm. uh, just spotting up on the perimeter trying to create her own shot. 
and trying to get others involved. So I, I, that's the one, that's the one problem area out of the two perimeter shooting. They don't have, they don't have knocked down three point shooters like back in the day with a Jamie Carey or a Brooke McCarty or an Ariel Atkins. Those, those girls could, those girls could stroke it with the best of them. And then, then the lack of a proven backup point guard to Rory. Yeah, the inside game's doing well. Deanna Gaston having a great She's year. She's playing great. I love her energy on both ends. She's been terrific. Tater Jones has had some injury problems with her shoulder, but she's a real force down there in the paint, and she can get her shot off. So, you know, that's okay. But, like, i just like them to, you know, make, you know, a few more threes and have that threat because, you know, these defenses are going to pack it in the paint against them. And Iowa State played that 2-3 zone just like – just daring Texas to hit from behind. Make the it, you can make it. And, you know, yeah. Morris is hurt. How did she get hurt? I don't know. It's you use the word cryptic in your, yeah. your nine things column. And that's the perfect word to describe it. What the hell happened to Sonia Morris, Vic? What the happened? Lower, lower body injury, which yeah, that's, they, it's not happening. Know. Don't do that to us. Tell us what yeah. happened to Sonia yeah. Morris. And where's Kendall Hunter? Who is an outside shooter? Who is a perimeter threat? Who who has left? Who has stepped away from the program weeks ago? We still mm-hmm. don't have an update or an explanation on that. And you know, I'm I'm covering them on Sunday, and uh, for the uh, podcast public, I will be asking those two questions: What really happened with Sonia Morris? What really happened with Kendall Hunter? And that's what people like us want to know, Doug. We want to know. And Kendall Hunter would be that backup point guard. That Absolutely. Could run she can she can run some point and she can yeah. create her own shot. She It'd had no problems. She had no problems creating her own shot because she likes yeah. that thing. Oh, yeah. The other thing too, that and they mentioned this on the Iowa State broadcast that if Texas loses this, which they did, they would fall from a three to the four seed. And that's right at the cut line where if you want to host those first two rounds, you got to be one of the best 16 and and be a four seed. So, you know, and, and they've got a tougher schedule. They got to go to Oklahoma and, and they're got the same, uh, uh, I guess, in the loss column. And they've got to play Baylor. And Oklahoma's got four games left, three of them at home, including Texas. So Oklahoma has a more favorable schedule. So, and that's a team that could knock down some threes. We know oh, that yeah. sooner. Exactly. So if you lose, if you don't finish in first and you finish a, as a five seed, you may be on that road for, you know, the first would, two games. And that would just, uh, that would kill us. And I know, Duckett, I know it's not about us. It's not about me and you. But yeah, we, it is. Well, kind of is. But we, <laughs> we've already decided it won't, you know, you're going to, if things fall right, you'll cover the first two rounds of the men. They they win two games, and mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll cover the women at the house. They right. host two rounds, and then you go to cover the Dell, and then I'll cover that Sweet Sixteen team uh, game with the men, and then see if they can break through and get to a first Final Four in twenty seasons. That's that's kind of how we have it mapped out. Not that it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be fine with us if it followed that pattern. So, and like I talked to Vic. Uh, on Tuesday, he said, you know, what do you got to do to hang on to that top four seed? And he said, we got to win out. And Whoa. That, that includes four games, including a road game against Oklahoma and home against Baylor, which has been their nemesis. And they're not the same team they've been under Kim Mulkey. We know that. But, 
you know, they're still seven, five, very capable and a big rival of Texas. And, you know, you know, Bader would take love to take Texas down a notch. So uh, a lot still on the line for both those basketball teams, a lot of great basketball, you know, down the stretch and said, and I'll be there to cover it for you. On second thought. Doug, the Super Bowl has come and gone, and the Kansas City Chiefs did it again. Man, what were we thinking picking Philly? Philly should have won that game. They were dominating that game, but you give up a fumble return for a touchdown and a punt return for almost a touchdown, you're going to lose every time. And uh, for, I don't know, I don't know if I'd say three quarters, but two and a half quarters, Philly was the best team. They were dominating. Got that really good offensive line with three Pro Bowl starters, and they were clicking. But you can't give anything easy to a team, especially as talented as Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are. It wasn't a great finish. It was, you know, it was, you know, I don't know about the holding call. I just. He was holding. You and I both picked Philly, but it was like a field goal difference. And uh, I just thought. You kind of wish they were to play. And then when the guys, you know, who was it? Was it uh, Pacheco who went down at the one-yard line? It was Jared McKinnon. McKinnon. You know, you always kind of hate that. It's kind of an artificial. uh, Why are you hating? They won him the game. That's a team. That is a a heads-up play. It guaranteed that Jalen Hurts would football again. And I I, get it. The romanticist in us wants him to score. So it's 42-35. And Jalen gets the ball back with a minute and a half to go and a timeout to get in the end zone. That's what I like. But maybe they should flag that. It's like it's like flopping in the NBA when you go down when you could have scored fifteen yard penalty. Now let's see you make a forty yard field goal. And Greg Olson was on top of it. He goes, You gotta go down here. He's gotta go down here. I was oh, like, yeah. No, because I had a two and I had a like a two and five on a board. I'm trying You're to win with some bad good. numbers. I'm a gambling yeah. addict. Such a gambler. So, you know, now Kansas City, was it two and four years? Two titles? Are, yes. are they a dynasty yet? Or uh, If they want another one, they are. They okay, are. But not I don't yet. like dynasties that don't repeat. You got to repeat yeah. to be a dynasty. Yeah. At least two and three. The, the right. Pittsburgh Steelers won three out of four. That's yeah. a dynasty. The Cowboys right. in the 90s won three out of four. That's a dynasty. San Francisco, Those are dynasties, sir. Those but are did, dynasties. You see, did you see this number? You know how many incompletions Mahomes had in the second half? I think it was 13 out of 14. Yeah, one. One incompletion. And that vaunted Philly defense, which was right below San Francisco, is the best in the league, didn't show up. They didn't sack Mahomes one time. And – he had that high ankle sprain that he aggravated, and then he gets that great scramble in the second half. So well, we can thank we can thank that really good offensive line for the Chiefs that really played yeah. his best game of the year, and the grounds crew that that um, made sure we saw a Super Bowl played on an ice skating rink. I, I just thought that was stupid. They bragged That's about that field eight hundred thousand dollars on that slippery slope. When did they replace it? Like a week early. You know, the new grass. I think it was two weeks, Doug. Well, that's just bad when you have that many people slipping. How about the field goal kicker for the Eagles slipped after a kick? Yeah, he turned his ankle. He turned Yeah, I mean, you can't have that in a Super Bowl, those kind of conditions. So that was just crazy. So, but, you know, Cowboys won again. You know, Dak Prescott, man of the year. So it's the Eagles. Way to go, Dak. Way to go, Dak. 
Who said so, you weren't going to want to lead a team to Glendale? I don't think I know if the teammates were there, but Dak did his part. He got to that game. Good for Dak. So here's a question. Here's a question. Will Dallas win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott at quarterback? No. No. Well, that was kind of quick. You want to think about it a minute? No, because it's not about Dak. It's a it's about the whole organization. Um, they just don't have the it factor to win a Super Bowl. And uh Dak. I love Dak, but I think I don't know that Dak's the same Dak that he was before that ankle surgery. He didn't run this year. Thank you. Thank you, he sir. Run. He did He's not run the same year. Dak. And mm-hmm. let me ask you this. It was Pat Mahomes a mobile quarterback. He's always been a mobile quarterback. Thank you. Is Jalen Hurts a mobile quarterback? He's always been a mobile quarterback. He ran for I think I think I read somewhere he ran for like seven hundred and sixty yards and thirteen touchdowns. I can name so Josh Allen. Josh Allen mobile. J- Justin Herbert. Yeah, run as much, but he can run. Yeah, you he have to be able to. You can't be a pot. The days of the pocket passers winning Super Bowls, I think, are yeah. over. You so got agree a guy you. that can make it happen when things break down. And um, Dak may be able to do it two years removed from the ankle surgery, but he wasn't, he wasn't not, he wasn't no. as fleet of foot this past year. And well, I don't I, think he wants to, he doesn't want to Sid. he better, he better find it because yeah. um, when they know where to find you, they will find you. And so I, I think that, I think that the Cowboys can, can, can win playoff games and maybe get to a Super Bowl, but yeah. but you're asking it's my, it's like picking one golfer against the field. I always take the field, even if you pick yeah. Scotty Scheffler, who won this past week, and you're in my golf fantasy league, and you're killing it, and I hate you for that. But um, even even if you pick Scheffler every week, I'll still pick the field because there's more in the field. And if you're picking the Cowboys, and I get the other thirty-one teams. I'm taking those guys because the Cowboys haven't even won two playoff games in the same season since yeah. 1995, Doug. But you're a smart gambler. Scotty, Scotty's win, his fifth win in his career already, was the first time he'd won since Augusta when he put on the green jacket. So it'd been a minute, okay? But as great as he is, and I watched that. I, I missed all the pregame, thankfully, to watch Scotty win that Phoenix Open uh and you survived 16 and uh, went on to victory. But I'm with you. I, I don't think Dak's the same guy. I don't think they're going to get it done. I think Mike McCarthy, I'm not going to call him a fraud, but now he's going to call the plays. And how many, I wonder how many head coaches in the NFL today call the plays as well. I, Deshaun Payton, Deshaun Payton. He, he has. I know, yeah. uh, I think Brandon Staley calls the plays with the Chargers. Yeah. Well, Andy Reid calls most of the plays with the Chiefs, even though Eric Bieniemy's a part right. of that. Um, oh, speaking, hold on, hold on one second. That that touchdown that they had where the wide receiver was going in motion and then just pivoted back, and then they ran it again. I think I don't know, maybe in the two point conversion, same play to the other side. I thought just brilliant, brilliant play call, but I don't think Brian and Mike McCarthy, those words have been used in the same sentence. And I don't know, Brian Schottenheimer, how, how much uh, autonomy of anything he'll have. But 
I don't know. They, they better get some more weapons. They better get they better make sure they have Tony Pollard back as a free agent and they better get another wide receiver in the draft. That's for they sure. Had one. They should they had Amari Cooper. You know, you know what Amari did. Cooper did this year in the, with a bad Cleveland offense, 78 catches for about 1200 yards and nine touchdowns. Do you That's think right. Would have that would have worked opposite CD Lamb, you think? Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, got to find some more weapons out of this draft. So, okay, so do you have your Super Bowl picks for next year? That's going to be part of our take for Saturday. So if you want to get ahead, I I don't. Uh, you, I'm taking Kansas City. I'm not picking against them anymore. You look no, at the guy coming I, back, but Mahomes is back. Travis Kelsey's back. Um, McKinnon's a free agent. They can replace him. Pacheco's back on a. He's on his rookie deal. Um, yeah. They got to replace Shane Bouchel, though. That's quality backup from the University of Texas. They got, got a ring. Dang. He got, got a ring. ring. A longhorn got a ring. Is he really a longhorn if he transfers? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, he was more longhorn than Kevin Durant, who was here like six months, you know. So, uh, <laughs> all, right, all right. So, you're taking Kansas City. I'm going to go Kansas City okay. over over the San Francisco 49ers. And the 49ers are going to gonna pick up either Tom Brady or Derek Carr. And they just need Derek. If Derek Carr throws 24 touchdowns, for the Niners next year, they're going to win the Super Bowl, Doug. Why are you hating on Brock Purdy? I don't get Where's your Big 12 love? I mean, Mr. Irrelevant was getting it done until he got hurt. I don't understand it. I ain't hating. I just see that it's Brock. And wouldn't you rather have Derek Carr than Brock Purdy? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. But I'll, I'll go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is prime time. Uh, they got to get a little better up front. They still have some line problems, but uh, I like Joe Burrow against the 49ers. How about that? Don't 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 pull my don't pull punches. You're gonna take my team. Come on. I'm I'm not. I don't know what you're picking, Duck. Okay, I'm. I'm you always do. I took the I took the Chiefs over the Niners. That's my realistic pick. But if we're doing sleeper picks. Uh, yeah, just two. One for me. Buff- I don't know that Buffalo's a sleeper. I think Maddie's oh, no. a better sleeper. If I'm taking an AFC sleeper, I'm going to take much. the Miami Dolphins because they have a really good defense. Yeah, and, uh, good. Uh, over the uh, uh, and I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys and the NFC. Now you didn't ask me if Dak would would wouldn't lead them to a Super Bowl. I just don't think he's going to win one. So those 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 would be my sleeper picks: Miami is and Dak. Is Brett Mars still your kicker? Is he still uh, your kicker? Yeah, but he'll be kicking extra points in that game. They'll, they'll, they'll lose 30 to 14. So. Okay, here's my sleeper in AFC is the Jacksonville Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. I like them. I like them. One them. of the hottest teams. They were they won five in a row to end the year. And, and they got a lot of – they have a lot of pieces. Scored over 400 points, you know, so I like them. I'm going to go really, really, really deep sleeper. Detroit Lions. Stupid. Dumb. Right, hold, hold on. If, you know they scored 452 points? They were, they were behind the whole year. Of course, they were throwing it. They have a good offense. They, you know, Jared, Goff? Jared, Goff, Jared Goff is that guy. You see The it. NFC is a bunch of cruddy teams. You're right. You know? The NFC is like the, is like the uh, NBA West. Yes, yeah, it's like JV. So, I mean – a pick Detroit. I, I, I really couldn't find a, a, another one that, I mean, you know, the Giants kind of showed some things, but Danny Dimes is not a franchise quarterback. 
He's not. He's and not. Is Barkley coming back? For, for, he's for a free order? agent. I don't know. I know. And he said he know. would. He said he would take less than market value to come back. He likes it there. So maybe well, if like Saquon back, it, it's a yeah. possibility. The the NFC East is a really good division. So if they came out of the East, why not? Why not the yeah. Giants? Oh, I know it. I'm just. You know, I know football is about over. It's going to be over in the next couple of minutes when we finish this podcast. I'm just, I, I'm not able to sleep at night because I know somewhere Aaron Rodgers is in a darkened cave meditating. So dumb. It's like, where do you think he goes? If you I don't care? know, but boy, he he loves, he loves Pat McAfee. He just oh loves God. Pat McAfee. He is anytime. We need Crazy. to hear from Aaron Rodgers, and he he wow. said he loves Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, but they don't know ish about him. So yeah. don't he goes and people in my circle don't talk to them. So, uh, but he loves him some Pat McAfee. He loves. Where do you think he goes? Think he'll stay in Green Bay? Um, no, I picked the Niners because I think Aaron Rod- uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr are going to be playing for the Niners next year, and that's what they're oh, missing. He said. He said, uh, he said Derek, said Derek Carr. Carr. Or one of those guys going to be in with the Niners or the Raiders. Niners, Raiders, you got Brady, Carr, and Rodgers. Two of those guys going to be with the Niners or and or the Raiders next year. That's happening. You put Aaron Rodgers with 49ers, they're the prohibitive favorite right now. With that defense, with Christian McCaffrey, with Kittles playing, with Debo, Brian Ayuk, their defense, I mean, they'd be the prohibitive favorite. I don't want – I don't know if I – Aaron Rodgers is a hard guy to root for. I'd rather him go to the Jets. You know, then he would help the <laughs> – He's not going. They're young. They're hungry. He ain't going to the Jets. I think he wants to go back to California. He's played enough in the cold weather. One thing that me and you have always agreed on, Duck, and I think it applies with Aaron Rodgers, we don't do smug very well. I just don't <laughs> like smug. That is a smug mofo right there. He's smug. Uh, he's smug. He's smug. You wonder, hey, do you think he's really in a darkened house or is he just playing us? No, he, he is. Playing. He's weird like that. He is. Yeah. He absolutely is. I, mean, I might be in a darkened room, but it's because I'm watching Netflix and Yellowstone eating popcorn, drinking some wine. That's, there you that's, go. That's my yeah. kind of darkened place right there. That's yeah, exactly. my kind of darkened place. So, Oh, football is over, I guess. It's football done. is over. We will be talking combine, and we will be talking uh, day in the next few weeks. NFL draft's going to be coming up later on, but it's going to be mostly hoops all the time. We're going to try to get some UT baseball in next week. They start they start the season off yeah. this weekend at Globe Life Park. Uh, much luck to David Pearson Company, unranked with a lot to prove. Lucas Gordon is the Friday night guy. Zane Morehouse is Saturday. Can they get hits? That's the question. And just remember, Jalen Flores, freshman, third sacker, and Jared Thomas at first base, freshman. So it's it's going to be a fun team to watch because it's brand new. It's brand new. And we appreciate you guys hanging in here with us. That's going to do it for episode 288 of On Second Thought. He is Kirk Bowes, the duck, and I'm Seth Golden. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to On Second Thought. Powered by Hook'em.com. Join Seth and Kirk every Thursday at lunch for a new episode. Archived episodes are available on iTunes and Google Android Play.